This is episode 64 of The Chick in Charge. Today, Mary sits down with marketing and communications specialist, Farrah Wilson. Farrah continues to enjoy a successful 20-plus year career in an ever-changing, ever-growing marketing industry. For the last eight years, she has led and directed all corporate-level marketing and PR efforts as Vice President of Marketing for Ackerman & Company, a leading commercial real estate firm in the Southeast. Mary and Farrah find common ground discussing breaking through the glass ceiling as black women succeeding in mostly white male-dominated industries. Welcome to The Chicken Charge. All-in-One Security CEO Mary Parker celebrates the success of women in the world of business and in life. Mary's own humble beginnings in rural Mississippi led her to become one of the only African-American females running a multi-million dollar security firm. She is definitely the chick in charge. Here now is Mary Parker. Hey everybody, my name is Sarah Smith and I'm from Solution Road. I have the honor of producing this podcast, The Chick in Charge with Mary Parker, CEO of All-in-One Security, author of the autobiography, The Chick in Charge, founder of the Mary Parker Foundation, and there's some other amazing things coming down the pike that we'll be talking about in the very near future that Mary is undertaking. Mary, how are you this morning? Sarah, I am fantastic. How are you this morning? I'm good. I don't know. Am I fantastic? I, I, well, you I'm look pretty good. Fantastic. I'm pretty good. So do you. Oh, my God. Well, everybody take a look online. Go to uh, The Chicken Charge on Instagram, on Twitter, and Facebook. And get some pics of this lady in action, please. Take a peek. We want, you to, we want your uh, opinions and your likes and your follows. So come on down. Yes, we go. absolutely want those like those likes yep, and we do. following. We do, we do. Uh, it shows that we're doing something that people are listening to, right, yep. Sarah? Yes. Okay, so yes. show us your numbers today. We're so excited. Mm -hmm. We're excited. Good morning, everyone. I am excited today. It is Super Tuesday on my end, and we've got excel we have excellent guests for you. Yep. And we're going to start this morning with Mrs. Farrah Wilson. Hi, Farrah. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It is so good to have you here, and I'm so happy and excited to meet you. Thank you, me as well. Well, Sarah, Sarah, I, yeah, thank you Sarah so much. Sarah and Farrah. Sarah and Farrah, so I know. please excuse me now if I should interchange these names. I'll do the best I can. You know, uh, Farrah is the wife of our technical engineer, Port Wilson. And I have to tell you, I've been working with Port for a long time, and he has never called me Farah. Not once. Ah. Isn't it amazing? There, look at very, me. That's very good. Has he that ever called you Sarah? Good, no, see? Oh, amazing. Nice, he's nice. so good that way. Well, he's got his latest separated. Oh, hello. And I bet it's because of responsibility. What do you think? I think that um, Mr. Wilson is actually an amazing wordsmith. And if you know, you could show him the front page of a newspaper and he could say that comment doesn't belong there. That is uh, 
the misspelling. They should have used this version of that word, et cetera, et cetera. So I think he's got that in his head. He's kind of like a wordsmith savant. And that is one of the passions we share. Amazing. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Cool. Cool. Well, let's go ahead, uh, Vera, and dive in here. I want to introduce her because she has such an outstanding resume. Your experience is phenomenal. And I love the fact that we have so much in common here in working in these male-dominated industries. And we're going to talk about that today. But uh, Farrah Wilson has been Vice President and Director of Marketing and Communications at Ackerman & Company, LLC, since February of 2016. She's responsible for the planning and execution of all corporate and product and project-level marketing, as well as communication initiatives for the entire company. As the manager at Ackerman, I'm going to let Sparrow tell us some of the things that she does. But before we get to the work, we're going to have some fun. We're going to start with just Sparrow, if you'll just chime in here, please. Um, well, Tell I'm, us a little bit about yourself. I'm originally from Haiti. I've lived in this country now for over 30 years. I'm telling on myself. Um, I went to college in Miami. I lived in New York originally. And so um, I found that what led me to this career path really was a drive because I come from a family of scholars. I come from a mother who's always worked and a father who has always worked and always pushed on education. And he's always told us that one of the ways that you can free yourself in a sense and grow and live the life you want and do the things you want to do in life as far as giving back, that's really important to us, is really through education. And so one of the things that I learned many years ago while working at a company here called IDI, Industrial Developments International, my first job in commercial real estate, the then CEO, um, Greg Gregory, he had a, a poster, a poem on his um, wall where he, it said that um, boldness had magic and genius in it. That boldness, whatever, has- boldness has magic and genius in it. And it's a quote from a German uh, philosopher, Goethe. And I've always um, taken that to heart. And it continues to say that whatever you dream, um, live it. Whatever you believe you can do, begin it. And that's always the part where we're scared of undertaking things because we think we, we just can't. And you have to be bold. Yeah. And so I owe part of my professional success to being bold. And... Um, there's no turning back. You just go for it, and you work hard at it every day. Well, Farah, I, I agree with you 100%. When you speak of boldness, you absolutely have. You, you've got to have the boldness and the confidence yes. to venture into the areas that, you've, that you have uh, over the span of your career. And we're going to talk a little bit about commercial real estate or real estate as a whole. I'm very familiar with Ackerman, Ackerman and Company, as a matter of fact, they used to own this building that we're in today. Yes, I'm aware of that. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, I've had lots of relationships with Chuck before he passed away. And um, it's just been, it's it's a great company to work with. So just talk to us a little bit from that perspective of managing and having grown and climbed and been very successful in that particular industry. Um, I started my career in commercial real estate in 1999. 
And um, what's been wonderful for me throughout my career is I have met some amazing people. I'm very grateful for that, for those relationships. Um, I started in um, accounting. I have learned every aspect of commercial real estate that you can think of, from property management to working on budgets and binding books for different uh, clients that we had, um, to moving up the ranks, going into corporate communications, and using my skills as a graphic designer to then begin to shape the branding or contribute to the branding of a company. And then moving on to Ackerman, where I led my own team and um, completely changed the face of their marketing, um, really about branding, about positioning, about working with key executives to make sure that I get their placement in, in the paper, from writing their speeches, to really thinking broadly about what the direction would be for the company and how we get there and what kind of team I would put together to help us get there. Wow, wow, that is, that is amazing. So how, how, do, how would one prepare themselves and, um, and how did you prepare yourself to uh, stay on top of the ever-changing digital marketing landscape? That's huge. So one of the things you have to do is you have to love what you do. And I almost wanna, this is gonna sound maybe a little cliche or corny, you just have to live a grateful life. You have to be happy in what you're doing. It has to fulfill you. When I'm at work, sometimes I forget about everything else because I'm all consumed in the moment, in the energy of what I'm doing, and the quest for always wanting to learn more. So I'm always online looking at different options, looking at what different companies are doing for different audiences, because being in a commercial real estate is a business-to-business -business environment. And so the business-to-consumer um, marketing is oftentimes more sexy, more fun, more lively. And so it's like, how do I take those elements and convert them into a business-to-business -business environment without losing that audience? So those are some of the things that I look for that drive me. I also like to employ or work with a team of people who are creative, who are thinkers. Um, I believe in a big tent, and so I don't work alone. I welcome people. I love the ideas, and I, I, I feed off of that. And once you lead a team as one and understand that we win or fail together, everyone feels vested. So it's really about empowering um, that person or that team member and in doing that, you garner their respect. Um, you garner their love in the sense that they will work hard for you because they know that you will be there for them and that you promote them and that you, um, you're not afraid to say, you know what, this person worked on this campaign today and she does a great job. It's okay to share, it's okay to give. Again, I've been so blessed in that I've met some amazing mentors I have had some people who I just would never think would either give me a reference or would say the things about me that they've said. And I just couldn't believe how just amazing. I just, I'm very thankful. I live a thankful life. Well, that's wonderful. I'm grateful as well. And I'm very, very grateful that you're sharing some of these great tips with us today. Um, and one of the things that I've noticed in growing my business is you use the term empowering. 
development. People want to know that they're there for a reason as well. And many times their reason and their purpose is to support you. So we as entrepreneurs have to be very, very intentional about opening up and allowing those that talent to come in to support us. And that's not an easy thing. But I can only imagine though with you, that has been probably one of your great one of your great strengths because you know, I'm feeling the energy. It's not an easy thing. Um, I am as anal retentive as you can think. I am extremely the work product has to be the best that I know to give. And I expect the same of the team I work with um, because I expect it of myself. Setting the expectation and everyone being aware of it. Absolutely. But it's also, you have to learn the fine balance of, you have to step back a little bit and let someone else. It's okay to um, to say, well, what, what's the idea you have? Okay, I was thinking about, about doing it this way, but okay, let's, let's entertain that. Why do you want to do it this way? How do you think it's going to end up as far as the stakeholder and what we told him or her that we were going to deliver? How does that fit with the message? How has that changed the message? And sometimes we end up coming back to what I originally thought. And sometimes we say, you know what? Let's go ahead and add this. That might be a little twist that we could add that could make it different. Wonderful, wonderful. Sarah, did you have any questions of Farah at I this do, moment? I do, I do, I do. Um, and this is this is something that I have struggled with when you're talking about working with teams of mm-hmm. people. Um, what do you have? What do you do if you have somebody on your team that you see not, you know, not stepping up? Um, what do you, how do you manage that person? And when do you say? What, at what point do you say? Okay, this has got to stop. Hey everyone, Farrah Wilson here. While you ponder what my response will be to Sarah's question, I'd like to take a moment to tell you about a fantastic clothing company I've discovered for professional women. My approach in business has always been, when women succeed, the world becomes a better place. I really believe that, and so does M.M. Lefleur. M.M. Lefleur designs polished, office-appropriate clothing But don't let that fool you into thinking that it hasn't got any style, because trust me, it does. Founder Sarah LaFleur was like a lot of women, working in finance with a closet full of finance clothes. You know, those blah-feeling pantsuits. So she began designing stylish wardrobe tailored not only for career, but for lifestyle. Those who know me will tell you it suits me to a T. I visited Sarah's website, mmlefleur.com, and you can color me impressed. The selection was so impressive, and so was the style. Like many of my colleagues, I have so much more to do than worry about what to wear, but it's still very important to me that I maintain my style. M.M. Lefleur understands that, and they've changed the shopping process altogether. I was so impressed by the website and ordered my first bento box almost immediately. The pieces were hand-selected just for me, and they fit like a dream. It's not a subscription service, so you only order when you wish. But I'll tell you what, I'll be ordering again and again. The fabric, the cut, the fit, and the look. 
M.M. Lafleur has changed the way I shop. Take the work out of dressing for work. Get your first bento box from M.M. Lafleur. You'll love the way you look. As a special bonus, Chicken Charge listeners will get $25 off their first purchase with the code CHICKINCHARGE. Go to mmlefleur.com slash chickincharge and see just how easy getting the look can be and get $25 off courtesy of the Chick in Charge. How do you you change your team around? That's a really great question. So uh, I've been thankful enough to choose my own team. Um, But when I do find that one person is slacking, I try to first understand what's going on. Because a lot of times it's just something going on. Because usually that person delivers. Um, The next thing I do is hone in on that person's strength. Not everyone's going to have the same strength. Right. So I figure out the best way to utilize that strength and redirect the work elsewhere. Oh, okay. Because if the fit is right as far as personality, which is really important when you work long hours, if the will is there, and if I find that that person really wants to give his or her all, so let's figure out what's the best thing that we can draw out of that person. Okay. It's not always going to work. I mean, right. sometimes you do have to move on. Right. And sometimes you do have to make some hard decisions. Right. Um, but overall, I've found that if you find people who are enthusiastic about what they do, who are willing to learn and roll up their sleeves because they see you doing it, um, you can channel a lot of things in a positive direction based on how you approach it. Right. Okay. Great. And at what point, if, if you see that it, that's not working, how do you make that break? What do you do with people? Well, if you see that it's not working, it's always one of those hard decisions. Right. And you develop a relationship enough with the person for the person to realize him or herself, this isn't working, is it? And for the person to okay. just tell you, it, I've tried. Right, right. And I appreciate the opportunity or the break or the switch, or the, but it's just not working. Right. And if that doesn't happen, then it's time for you to just make that decision that it's not working and move on. I would like to ask one more question, if that's okay. I would, and I want to just elaborate just one second on that making tough decisions. Um, Many times in my operations, what I find is we are doing the person a disjustice. Mm. If we're keeping them around and we're not, they're not happy, we're not happy. Right. So at some point, making that really difficult or not difficult but hard decision yeah it is very very hard but in the end everyone wins right exactly because you're not happy they're not happy if there are other team members and i also liked what you said as well about understanding what's going on so it's important to know the performance level of all those on your team but it's also important to know the emotional status of those people as well with anyone working in my company, especially the staff here at All in One, I know when I walk in the door if there's a change in an individual's behavior, personality because something is going on that is out of the norm. But if they continue from a performance perspective and not getting along with others, it's like a cancer. It if is. you don't get rid of it, it just keeps growing and it ends up hurting too many people in the end. 
and it's harder the longer you go Correct. without making that corrective decision. Yep. It's much, much harder. Yep. And go ahead with your next question. Oh, now I forgot what it was. Oh, Sarah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I can think of one really quickly, actually. Okay, well, while you're thinking of that one, I want to go, go somewhere it. that's really a sweet spot for me. And, you know, as you've said so many times how grateful you are, I'm also very, very grateful that my life has turned out the way that it has being in an all-white male-dominated mm-hmm. industry. And it really, really makes a big, big difference. So I would like for you, because I know commercial real estate is as much white male-dominated as the field, as the world of security. Yes. So we must have really been glutton for punishment <laughs> or very bold or had lots of confidence to tread up in, right. in those industries. So if you will talk just a little bit, I'm curious how do you, as a woman of color, break through when you run into these inevitable walls? Um, a woman of color, a woman from Haiti, a woman who speaks with an accent, an immigrant, all of those things. And, and a woman who's always been in an environment where she's younger than her counterparts. So one, one of the first things I believe in is don't let the work speak for itself. You focus on the work. Um, BizNow, which is a commercial real estate um, website, and they also write stories, had a great article about black people who've been in commercial real estate for a number of years, who've succeeded, who've become vice presidents and presidents, et cetera, and how they've navigated through um, during the years that they've been in that business. And so have I had some encounters that were unpleasant? Sure. Have some people said some things around me that I thought were um, poor choice, that they use poor, poor, poor choice words? Sure. Um, have they been enough to either make me rethink my decision to be in commercial real estate or to be in marketing? Absolutely not. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> These are not the things that I, I can't stress this enough. If you love what you do and you're committed to the work that you're doing, unless something is obviously blatant or disrespectful, you can't, your confidence and your success doesn't depend on someone else. It depends on what you determine you're going to do every single day. So if today my goal is to accomplish X, those things are going to be accomplished no matter what. And so, yes, I'm many times the only one in the room um, I'm in meetings, again, the only one in the room. Sometimes we're in conferences of two, three, four hundred people where there's a handful of, of, of people who look like me. Um, it's just another day at work. Congratulations. Thank you. Attitude is Absolutely. number one. You know, um, and I share this often on, on the podcast. When I was much younger, there was a man who said to me, and I don't remember the challenge at the time, but he said, you always remember these 10 two-letter words. If it, if it is to be, it is up to me. And that was enough for me because when you're believing in yourself, believing in what it is you do, everything else that comes with it is kind of a byproduct, don't you it think? It is. It absolutely is. You, you determine what, you, what the course of your life is going to be every day. And again, for every person I've met, very few, who may not have been as kind as they could have been because of the way I look. I've met a hundred more who were so much nicer and so much kinder and welcoming and giving of their time. I've been mentored by people whom I wouldn't have thought would have an interest in me, 
but yet they will go out to lunch with me. They will give me books to read and make recommendations on, you you know, you should really should read that or you really should do that. Uh, again, what you have to rely on is the work and well, delivering results. Well, that absolutely covers what do you focus on most. Focus on the work, the task at hand. You focus on the task at hand, and I also believe that when you're talking about your focus is sometimes we overplan, we overanalyze, we begin. That's Ooh, the boldness. That's my formula. <laughs> begin. That is my formula as well. You know, I've had people that I've mentored and they just keep working on, working on, working on. And finally, I'll just say, so when are you going to do it? When are you going to test yes. and prove? All of the, all the things that you're doing to prepare you still don't know that that's going to work. So start somewhere with the action Absolutely. and be able to measure where you are. This is great. I love it. It's just never enough time when we have guests like yourself. Oh, wonderful. But I want to give you an opportunity to do a, a recap, a wrap, tips that you'd like to leave with our audience. And especially, I want you to give direct tips to women, owned, women in business or those who are climbing the corporate ladder. The first thing I would say is um, absolutely arm yourself with as much information and education as possible. The next thing I would say is that you have to be able to receive constructive criticism and be humble in receiving it. The next thing I'm going to say is that you have to share. So that means that when you know something, you can teach to someone else, do so. It's only going to amplify what you know and uplift you in a way that you'd never believe. The fourth thing I would say is you have to develop strategic relationships. The fifth thing I would say is don't take things personally. This is work. Focus on what your goal is, whatever that goal is, and that goal sometimes has to be revisited. Sometimes you have to make mini goals. So think if my goal is to be president of a company someday, well, how am I going to get there? It's not going to happen overnight. Here are the steps I believe I'm going to have to make or take so that I can get there. Um, I see when I interview and talk to many millennials who think I'm coming in and I should be making X amount of money. No, you have to earn your chops. You have to develop relationships. You've got to work at it. And you have to learn to understand, especially when you work in marketing, who are you marketing to? Who is your audience? So if you stay focused on the work, stay focused on relationship building, and if you're humble, and every day, these are the things I'm going to accomplish, begin. You know, you may not finish them every day, but you had that list, that check off, and you're going to begin it. Every day, begin. I, I can't say that enough. Begin. I love Those that. were excellent <laughs> tips. They were excellent. And I'm going to just include one more, and that is networking. Yes. Come out of your comfort zone. Go where it is. Identify three reasons why you should attend any networking event. Is someone there you need to know? Is someone there needing to know that you're there? And would you've met those people otherwise? Yes. And if I might add, please, um, I found that especially as, as people of color, um, we don't make the ask. Ah, Making the huge. ask is really important. Right. It's either because I'm not sure if it's a culturally a pride thing. I don't know what it is. But we don't make the ask. I see that with some of my other girlfriends. If they, they're looking for something, need a job, need a reference, they'll contact me and they'll say, I'm looking for so-and-so. And so through them, I've learned, 
oh, well, I should do the same thing. So asking and reaching out to your audience and to your base, reminding them of what you do and what you're looking for or what you're trying to accomplish can make a world of difference. So make the ask. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Do I have time to share another story or no? You do not, my dear. Okay. I'm I so didn't sorry. think so. That's why I asked Sarah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep time. <laughs> this is great. It's been a wonderful, wonderful show. Thank you so much for and, having me. Um, I'm going to look into something. I'm serving on a panel on tomorrow. <laughs> but it's great. The uh, Mandela Washington Fellows are in town, and wow. I'm on a panel at the governor's office tomorrow with them. Wow. You would be excellent to share that panel. Let me check. Absolutely. And Thank if you. that is something that you can do, I will, before 1 o'clock, I will be back in touch with you. I have Bobby Thank check you. it out now. Sounds great. This Thank is you. great. Well, Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Port Wilson. The secret is out. <laughs> right. We love it. Now we understand. You bring such joy to him every day. Whenever we're here together, he's always smiling and happy. So congratulations. And it's so nice to finally meet your bride. We'll have you back. Thank you. And we'll talk offline about some things as well. You've been a fantastic guest. How can people reach out to you if there's someone looking for a mentor or just want to have a conversation about your work? Well, they can find me on LinkedIn. Um, that's another place where I think everyone should network. So they can certainly find me on LinkedIn or they can always send me an email at wilsonfarah at gmail.com. Woohoo! Uh oh. Um, so <laughs> you're gonna have to get another email. Down another too. email, huh? <laughs> um, so, but yes, I'm I'm available on LinkedIn at Farrah Wilson, and be glad to connect. Very good. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a great day. We are so happy to have shared it with you. Stay tuned. There's more to come. This is Mary Parker, and I am the chick in charge. Subscribe to the Chick in Charge at thechickincharge.com. Get a free download of Mary Parker's Tips for Success, tips that'll make short work of some of today's most challenging issues facing female business owners. Thanks for listening to The Chick in Charge. <laughs>